Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, I'm Alice Oliver and you are listening to Just Films In That, the podcast that celebrates underrated and underseen films. This week's film is Bruce Almighty, chosen by Josh. So let's get to it. So then, Josh, you pick this week's film, and it's Bruce Almighty from 2003. So, spoiler warning, listeners, if you haven't seen it. So, Josh, tell us, what is the film about, and why did you pick it? What is the film Bruce Almighty about? Mm, <laughs> well, do tell well, us, divulge. you got Jim Carrey. He is a, a news reporter, field reporter, like a certain someone mm-hmm. else that I know. Um, oh, yes, I did notice some similarities. And he is, uh, he's unhappy in his life. He feels like he's being picked on by God. He feels like he's unlucky. So he constantly is complaining to God. And lo and behold, God shows up, gives him the powers of God. And it's essentially about what he does with those powers. And it, basically about him learning to be happy with what he's got. Um, mm-hmm. Why did I pick this? Well, a few reasons. The first of all, the first reason was that the last couple of films we've done, Spike's World Aside, have been quite heavy going. And I thought, well... Mm-hmm. We did have a couple Imperium, of Imperium, Equilibrium, we? even some mm-hmm. of the others. I thought, well, you know, let's throw a little... Let's throw a little palate cleanser in there. A little Bruce Almighty sorbet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, the, that was the first reason. The second was that I'm a, I'm a really big Jim Carrey fan. And for ages, I've been thinking about it. Since we did the number 23, I've been thinking... Oh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant film. I mean, it's a film. It was, you know, it's one of the films we've done. Uh, I'll give give you that. No, um, for ages, I've been thinking, I want want to pick a Jim Carrey. I want to pick a Jim Carrey film. Mm. Um, There was loads of ones going to pick. And and I think one day, I just looked at the scores for this and I was like, God, that is so low for what I thought it would get. interesting. Because for me, I mean, we're about the same age. I always considered this film to be quite beloved. Yeah, And like, like, yeah, it's like same as Liar Liar, same as Mm. other ones that he's done. And, you know, and I always considered it to be, this was for me, this is one of those films, I don't know if you had this, you know when the teachers have given up giving a shit on the last day of term? Oh, right, okay. And it was this one. (laughs) It was always like, Oh, put me. It was it was Bruce Almighty. It was Gold Member. One day, I think we watched the first hour of Shrek twice. Oh, well, because lessons well. are only an hour long, weren't they? It was like such a Shrek. Oh my goodness! So, so this is this is one of those films. You know, it's not underseen. I, I, you know, I'll mm-hmm. say that's not underseen. But I think it is underrated. Having having looked at the scores so i'm really yeah. interested not often that we say that at the start so i'm going to be interested to see what you think so you've already given the game away there that you've seen it mm-hmm. so having rewatched it again with a critical eye 
What did you reckon to it? How how was it for you? I thought it was all right, you know. I enjoyed yeah. it. I think it's funny. I think it's cute. I think it's sweet. It's pretty emotional at times, yeah. man. I welled mm. up a little bit every now and then. Like, I nearly, you know, nearly which let bit? the waterworks which, go. Which bit? Which bit? Oh, there's a few bits. Usually, well, whenever it's to do with um, Bruce and his girlfriend, Grace, and, mm. you know, the, the troubles that they have and mm. the times that he lets her down and stuff. And Jennifer Aniston's quite good at, you know, showing some, some real vulnerability she, and emotion. She is the and stuff. emotional heart of this film. Isn't yeah, she? so you She's know, you just feel sorry for her. But then every time that Bruce would have, you know, a moment of growth as well, like mm. I would really feel it. I think even the moment where he finally gets Sam the dog to wee outside, <laughs> I think I got a little bit emotional because I was like, yeah. Because you've really struggled to get your dog to pee outside and you relate <laughs> exactly, to Exactly, I it. could really relate to that. <laughs> my, my Hella is a very, very good girl. Um, but yeah, because it was obviously such a big moment for them. And, you know, it was quite a nice, he's got these godly powers, mm. but all he wants to do is to be able to get the dog to go for a piss outside. And I just thought that was quite cute. It's about, um, it's interesting, isn't it? It's about free will and about doing it yourself. It's a bit like, um, I know you didn't particularly enjoy it, but you know the whole bit in About Time when he says, live, live the few months with the powers then mm. do them again exactly the same or do them again without using your powers. And it's about like, you mm. know, you don't need these powers. Mm. I guess it's that cheesy thing of the power was inside of you all along. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it is that. It is and, that. I, and I did go into thinking, God, is this going to be, you know, and I know there are elements of particularly comedies around that time of like, oh God, is it going to evade really badly or is it going to mm -hmm. be overly cheesy? Which we'll come on to. But anyway, as you were saying, what, what, what else did you like? What else did I like about it? So it has got a great message. So mm. about perspective and appreciating the positives in your life, not just dwelling on the negatives. Also about how you shouldn't just expect things to be handed mm. to you. Mm. Like Bruce is so mad that Evan got promoted over him. But they would have picked the best person for that job, right? So TV is about ratings. It's about experience. They would have picked Evan because they think he's the person to drive the channel forward. And Bruce acts like a big entitled baby about the whole thing. And he gets angry about things that are totally his fault. Like They do a really good job, I think, at constructing him as a guy who isn't necessarily a bad guy, but seems to have a lot of growing up to do. Like when he steps in a puddle and he gets all wet and muddy, that is completely his fault for not looking where he's going. Watch where you're going, yeah. But yeah, but he starts shouting and screaming like, oh, come on, and all this. He's also the type of person who just doesn't know when to stop either. Like when he sees the homeless man getting roughed up by this gang, he comes over and they sort of move away from the situation, right? So there we go, the problem solved. But he just can't help himself and he says, yeah, you better run or something like that. <laughs> so then obviously they turn around and they come back after him. So I do think they do a good job at constructing Jim Carrey's character, of constructing Bruce as being this, you know, quite short-sighted, a bit selfish, yeah. certainly a flawed character. Um, what? How did you feel watching it this time? So is this one, have you kind of seen this regularly up until this point? Or is yeah, this one, oh, I, I haven't I, seen it in I, like a decade or no, so? No, I definitely saw it at the pictures and it is one that I've seen. For, it's always on telly, isn't it? It's, all, it's, it's one it, of those yeah. films. I probably haven't watched it beginning to end for a couple of years, but mm. it was one of those films I could, you know, recite the famous bits from memory mm. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. I mean, I have a lot of love for this film, so it's hard for me to find flaws with it, hard for me to, to go into it with a with a critical eye. Um, but I think the concept's great. I think it's funny. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a really interesting concept. It's almost got limitless potential, uh, that idea of being given the powers of, of, of God. Um, mm -hmm. The bit, I mean, there's bits in it that still make me laugh. The bit where oh, yeah. um, <laughs> he's making Steve Carell talk gibberish. 
Yeah, yeah. And I said, like, it's so immature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even when it comes to the outtakes at the end, like, it's one of those films with outtakes in over the credits. But I, yeah, so I still think it's really funny. But is it funny because I found it funny then? So, like, one of the things I've mentioned before in the podcast is I also really love, um, particularly the second Ace Ventura film. But it's one of those films that's it's like the second ace venture. Yeah, but it's one of those films. Is is it like a bit of a a bit of an anchorman where you know you and your friends you really love it and you quote it and you're laughing you're laughing at it because you're you're preempting the quote and it's not is it actually funny or is it just juvenile or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think this is this has got a lot of heart to it as well. I do think, like I said, Jennifer Aniston is is the heart of this film. Jim Carrey is very much. It's one of those comedies. There's about four or five of them where they've clearly gone to him. Just, just do what you want. Just like do he's, Jim. Yeah. Just do your thing. He's, the he's facial a, expressions, essentially physical the, movements. The plot is you're a normal guy going through extraordinary mm-hmm. circumstances. Mm-hmm. Just be Jim Carrey about it and and, yeah. and do that. And, and I do think he brings his, you know, his rubber face, elastic body sort of stick yeah, to it. And yeah. he, is, he is very funny in it, but also Jim Carrey's very likable. He's very charismatic. Um, mm-hmm. He's very good at playing the everyman. Um mm-hmm. Steve Carell's good as well. Credited Steve. credited as Stephen Carell. Is he? Yeah. Stephen? So oh, that's is, funny. Oh, I didn't the, notice I, that. I don't know if this is his first film, but it's a very early film. It's definitely pre-40-year-old virgin and pre-The Office yeah. and stuff. So it's interesting to see him. And I mean, he, I just, I think he's brilliant in whatever he's in. I've never, I've seen him give, bo- I've seen him get good performances in bad films. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so overall, I think there's a lot to like in there. It's quite well directed. It's very, you know, it's a decent. I think it's a decent family film with a, with quite a nice message. There's there's not much in it that I don't think you know kids from eight upwards would. Well, well, actually, yeah. Let's, about well, it. let's say <laughs> Shit, let's yeah. talk about the one moment, and this was, I think, the moment that I laughed the hardest oh, out. So I was going to mention this later, but I'll bring it up now because you've. Um, because you've brought it up. So, of course, a lot of it is about uh, Bruce's job. He's, you know, this journalist for a Mm. local TV network and stuff. And when he finds out that Evan has been promoted above him, he's at the Maid of the Mist on this boat at Niagara Mm. Falls. And he sort of goes on this manic monologue (laughs) of him sort of expressing himself because he's so, so angry. And, of course, we know that swearing on live TV on your local news channel is absolutely not okay. So the moment where he really comes undone at the end, he says, back to you, fuckers, and gives the finger to the camera. And I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Not just because of, wow, you know, he's a local news journalist and he's just done that on the television, but because up until that point, the language, I don't think, had been that bad. And, no. the, the, you know, it's not... It's a 12, there's not many it's a 12 adult well, feet. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. So it just, it felt so like, oh my God, they said the F word in this film because it is, it's all so nice and cutesy and, you know, I just wasn't expecting it, mm. but it makes that moment so much more powerful and, oh, I thought it was hilarious. I love it when he does that. Uh, yeah, that bit's the, is that the eroding... Eroding beneath me. But that's the sort of thing, like, I I reckon this is one of those films where, like, we might show our kids and they're just like, talk, like, what is this? The way that, like... you're doing that thing where you're watching them watch it and you're kind of expecting them to laugh. It's It's like, oh, this bit's well funny. Wait until they laugh and then they just don't. it's, It's the way you look back on, like, the way our parents might look back on things from... Like, you know, like even things like Monty Python. I love Monty Python, but I can imagine showing it to certain, to some kids and they're just not getting it. Um, oh, yeah, and this might, this this might be one of those films. Do you think perhaps, and we might come on to this later in the, the dislikes or whatever. Do you think that maybe there's an element of 
they could have taken some stuff out and it would be even more family friendly because I've just said it's really family friendly, but actually thinking think about it, he does say fuckers at one point and he does also, mm-hmm. there's a there's a sort of, there's a bit of sexy stuff in there as well, which when I first watched it, so if you haven't seen it, like he basically uses his powers, presume, I'm guessing, to give Jennifer Aniston an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Don't know, I don't know what an orgasm in a woman sees. You know, I don't know what they look like, Alice. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know what it looks like. I've never, never seen it. Never, yeah, seen never it. been there. Never <laughs> been there. Um, no, but um, but that, that is clearly what he's doing, isn't it? But when I mm-hmm. first um, watched this film, that just went over my head. And I knew... That's the point, uh, right? Uh, That's yeah. the point. So, it's so meant you wouldn't be read if you're a kid. May- yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it is okay. Like, I, maybe I it's it is. all right. It's difficult, isn't it? I think it is as well. And because you don't really see anything like you you see them maybe kissing each other every now and then but i don't think it's too gratuitous and no. you know he's doing it for her pleasure and yeah, you know, well, they're both yeah. really enjoying themselves and stuff <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was okay <laughs> so what else then what else did you like about it so i already touched on a little bit there but i do love sam the dog yeah. I just flipping love that dog. Out of all the film dogs, I definitely think he's one of my favourites. I like all the different techniques and scenarios that are used to depict the power that he's got mm. and how he's using it from doing things like simple things, like, you know, parting his soup to slightly more impressive things like pulling the moon closer to the earth. Mm. Bit of creativity there, you know, you can have a bit of fun with it. There's some, good, sort of... um, there's some good Bible references, isn't there? Because he walks on mm. water, he parts... Yes, the, when he goes over the part, puddle. <laughs> parts the red... You know, him and God walk along a lake, don't they? Oh, and they do do that as well. But um, when he comes out oh, of the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, building yeah. and he walks on the on the puddle that tripped him yeah, up the first time. But also, there's um, he parts the Red Sea, which is soup. Mm-hmm. But there's also yeah. a bit where, and it's on the first time I've noticed it, where he's at a party. And as he walks in, he's pouring a jug of water into a glass. And, and it's, it's, turned, wine, it's turned yeah. it into wine. Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah, noticed yeah. that before. Yeah, yeah. Um... I obviously like the fact as well that he is a journalist working in local television. You know, I can relate to a lot of things, especially with things like, you know, when you get to a story and people just aren't sure how to act on camera. Like the two bakers that are making the giant cookie, you know, one of them's got his finger up his nose. The other one's like looking directly into the camera, just kind of like has no idea what to say, that sort of thing. It's like, right, can we do that again? Can we do that again? Um, And the sort of competitive atmosphere that you get when two or more news channels turn up at the same scene, like when he's gone, his channel five, I think, is already there doing the the guard dog or the police dog Mm. story. And, you know, it's that, you get that sort of feeling of like, oh, there's that guy's camera and then this guy's camera or whatever. Is that that a thing that like, you, yeah, definitely. You've shown like, up you've got things, f- and there's been other other journalists and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes you've got to kind of fight to get to the front, especially if you're in a rush. Mm. Like, so it'll be us, and then like BBC, ITV, that sort of thing. And you, you know, you want to be the first to get it, uh, to get the story and that. So yeah, I could relate to all that, and I um, and I appreciated it, and it was realistic. It was true. It was tr- it was real for me, Josh. A film about a man getting the powers of God was realistic. Yes, and, and I felt it. Um, <laughs> I also love the fact as well that he says bloody hell, right? So you, I so oh, rarely yeah, hear Americans or Canadians or just non-British people saying bloody hell, but it's when they're in the studio and he's getting to be the anchor for the first time and there's riots or something going on outside and the lights go off and he goes, bloody hell. And I was just like, that's funny. I don't know why I just find that so funny. It's like when Americans or Canadians say bollocks yeah, as well. Bollocks. Just, like, it proper, sounds weird, Proper Britishy things. So yeah, but no. I, I thought it was fun. Like, it was funny. It was emotional. I think there was a lot to like about it. Was there anything else that you enjoyed about it? I just, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of uh, affection for this film. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a, it's a really good, you know, film that you can all put on and enjoy. And he, 
Jim Carrey. It's one of those films. I think it's it, you know without Jim Carrey in the in the lead, it's probably not as good. I mean, they made Evan Almighty, which was mm -hmm. a, for some reason they decided to put like two hundred million dollars into it, or something like that. And it was a huge flop because there's a little history there, isn't there? They, they quite often make sequels to Jim Carrey you know, led things that he isn't mm -hmm. in. And they just completely bombed. They did it with Ace Ventura. They did it with uh, Dumb and Dumber. They did it with this. And it's just oh, not... Oh, yeah, the Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, thing, it's yeah. just not the same. And there's something about him as a star, particularly when it comes mm -hmm. to comedy, where... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. People aren't going because of the concept, they're going because it's him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the real draw of this film and his performance. You know, he is, he is very, very good in it. I wish he was... There's an element where I wish he was still making films like this, but I also accept that it, it probably looks a bit weird when he's pushing 60 or his 60 or whatever, and it's it's just a bit different and things yeah. change. And senses of humour change over time and that sort of thing. But for, for me, this, this film is... It is, in essence, my, you know, childhood years. It, it is my teenage years. I just remember it so much. It's one of... One of a few films where it's just I just associate it with that time, and so I've got a lot of affection for it. So we'll move on now then to talking about anything that we didn't like about the film or anything that we would change. So, Josh, is there anything? Can you? Did you find it in your heart yeah. to criticise Bruce Almighty in any way? I did, you know. I did. Oh, go on. Yeah, give it to I, me. It breaks my heart. This, but there's a few things, mm -hmm. and I know. Let's preempt it with, it is about being happy with what you've got, like we've already mm -hmm. talked about. But he's a bit of a prick to Grace. Of course, he, he's 
terrible to Grace. Oh, he is, yeah. He is a bit of a prick to her, right? He's a bit, he's a bit of an arsehole and he he he's quite aggressive in places when she's trying to calm him down. I don't mean like he's not he's not, he's not hitting her or anything like that, but he, you know, he is a bit in her face. He's a bit and also I think he's not got that much to moan about. And I get again, mm-hmm. it's about being happy with what you got, and it's all relative, and it's not like he's living in poverty or he's he's unwell or anything like that. And and, and that is sort of the point of the film. But I could have perhaps done with more of why you're so unhappy when you've got, you know, you seem to be in a happy loving relationship, you seem to have a relatively successful job and oh no you didn't get the anchor job or whatever but you know we all want things that we that most of us don't get um mm-hmm. so there is a little element to him being a bit of a prick to grace like when she leaves mm-hmm. him it's like why would you take him back well and the thing i noticed as well so obviously she sees him kissing another woman at that party yeah. and he then goes to her place of work to you know um I, I, you know, I want to say to apologize, but he doesn't apologize to her, no. not once. He just says, oh, he says something like, oh, I came because I felt terrible and I, I want you to take me back. Mm. But he never apologizes. Never he never puts his hands up and says, oh, yeah, I was the bad guy in this. I did something mm. wrong. Mm. Um, but I do, because I had noticed that as well. Like I hadn't quite realized, I hadn't quite realized when I was younger, just how much of a prick he is and, and how not very nice he is to her saying things about his mediocre life if you, and if you heard job. if you heard that argument in the flat next door he literally punches something across the room and like an ornament mm. or something he slaps it like you think oh, God, what's going on next door yeah it doesn't sound great yeah. does it but i think i, I think it's meant to be a bit like that isn't it yeah. to show his full transformation at the end and the fact that humility like, and yeah all yes that sort exactly of stuff, and he's got a lot of growing to do, isn't he? It's not just that he's a little bit of an asshole. Mm. He does have some serious character flaws. So we get to join him on this journey and he does change. And at the end, like when he dies or nearly dies mm. and he gets to have one wish with God, with Morgan Freeman, he's just like, I just want Grace to be happy yeah. and that's it. Like whether it's with me, whether it's not with me, I just need her to be with someone who is completely deserving of it and sees her for the amazing person that she is. Yeah. So in that, it makes the ending, I think, a bit There nicer. is a payoff, isn't there? There is a, an mm. emotional payoff again. Uh, I suppose another thing as well, and I can't really, I can't really ignore this, he's a perv. Yeah, like, he, he's a bit of a perv, yeah. He does blow a woman's dress up. Um, yeah. He, he gives a, he gives Jennifer Aniston bigger boobs. Although mm-hmm. you don't see that happen. Like no, he doesn't. I think it just is, is it. He just wanted it to did, happen. Yeah. I feel. Did he do so it in it his sleep? Happen, like right? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, but no. So so he um yeah he, he is a bit of a perv. He does also some of the <laughs> some of the things he does. Are, I don't know. It's sort of bordered on a family film, but he's a, is it disproportionate? Isn't it? It's like. The, the camera crew at the dog park or whatever it is are rude to him. So he Sorry, he ruins their lives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. he plants like loads of weed in their car, which would... Like 200 pounds which is, of yeah, marijuana. Essentially yeah, a cannabis yeah. farm's worth of weed in, mm-hmm. in, his, in their van. So they're a bit rude to him. So he ruins their life. It's like, Jesus, like just have yeah. them have a flat tire or something. Like yeah, you yeah. don't have to... Well, and just... Well, the thing where they just obviously that story breaks and he forces closed the doors on the on the van yeah. so they can't get in to yeah. get their equipment. That would have done. Yeah. That's, that's a, fine. That's a proportionate <laughs> response, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. not ruining their lives. Um, and the other thing as well is I wanted to ask you about this. Is so for mm. me, it, it was a quite a bit more Christian than I remember. Now, okay, 
everyone can believe whatever they want to believe. But there were little bits where I was like, is it pushing a bit of an agenda? You know, is it a bit, okay. is, is there elements of a faith film to it or whatever? And that's, that's fine. But I think if the, if that is what it's about, you've sort of got to, um, you know, make that known. But I guess at the same time, it is a film about a man being endowed with the powers of what is considered to be the Christian God, if you like. So, mm. I guess, does that just come with it or is it trying to push an agenda? I don't know because none of the people in it or I've never heard anything around it being particularly Christian, you know, related or anything like that. If anything, I know it's still banned or was banned in some countries because it was considered to be to be blasphemous. So what, oh, right, yeah. what did you think about that? Or am I just looking for something that's not there? It was just, so... I just remember thinking, God, there's a bit more. Because it does, mm. I suppose the point is, is it, it is... It is saying there is a God. Like, unequivocally, there is a God. He is Morgan Freeman and he's there. So is that an issue? Or actually, am I just, you know, am I looking for something that's not there? So I suppose it, you can totally absorb it that way or, or any other way is the thing. For me, because I am an atheist and I yeah. am a devout atheist, mm. for me, it's a fantasy film. Well, that's a good so point, yeah. that's yeah. how I absorb it. Like, the idea of, you know, Morgan Freeman playing God is like Elijah Wood playing Frodo to me. Yeah. It's, it's a similar sort of thing. That's what you so believe. That's so that's how I yeah, absorb yeah. it, yeah. Um, so I didn't feel that. I, I I did notice that maybe it was a bit more Christian than perhaps I'd thought when I was a child. Uh, but it wasn't an issue for me, and I didn't feel like it was pushing anything, not for me in particular, but because in my worldview, because I am a devout atheist, mm. it is a fantasy film as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So that's how I absorb it. And I, and I suppose, it. I mean, I, you know, I love the Marvel films, but I'm not going worshipping Thor. Um, exactly. And, 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 and exactly. I... I all yeah, I'm also a devout atheist as well, similar to yourself. I very much believe in science, don't believe in God. Um, but it's not like you're watching this as, as a kid being like, Oh my god, to church. Oh, because no, there's I no there are no, that, you know, yeah. there's no nothing in it about going to church. There are prayers, but there isn't actually but there, is but, there? there's no church. Yeah, in so in terms thing. of control, you know, religion as an as a as a method of controlling masses of people, I guess the only thing that comes into it is prayer. Well, a prayer doesn't necessarily even mean talking to God. Sometimes you just say something, you know. It's like you might be thinking at your football team, of the like the gods of football, exactly. you know, all, yeah, all that sort yeah. of thing. Or you're just chatting to yourself. Or you're just, or you just, just to you're, sort of hear it out Essentially, loud. a prayer and a wish are the same thing, aren't they? It just depends mm. who you're aiming it at. Deep, man, yeah. it's deep. We've got deep, guys. We've got deep. Let's, oh, let's, let's reel it back out of, of ideology, religious ideology and get into <laughs> what did, is there anything you didn't like about it that I've not already touched on? So I, d I do have a couple of things. So the first one for me is the score. So not the mm. score itself. It sounded absolutely fine. But my goodness, it was constant. It was constant and it was so in your face and I just didn't need it. Like when you've got Jim Carrey on screen, you don't need to trick me into feeling anything or you don't need to trick me into thinking that the film is more mm. engaging than it actually is. Like I am watching it and I am there. I don't need this music to be playing all the time. You know, it's very emotive. It's like, oh, we want you to feel sad. We want you to feel thoughtful, all this. And it was just a bit too much for me and I could have just done without it. Jim Carrey owns a scene when he's on the screen. That is all you need. Yeah, you do not very, need the score um, at the same time. No, you're right. It, it's very like... Like, oh, you should be sad now. You should be yeah, sad. You should it, it be sad so now. It was so constant. For the first, like, roughly the first 15 minutes of the film, it didn't stop. Like, there was the odd break where, you know, two characters would be sharing some dialogue and maybe it would stop for a minute, but not very long. Mm. 
and then soon enough it would start back up again. So yeah, that was just a bit too much for me. Um, I absolutely hate the B-E-A beautiful <laughs> thing. I can't stand it. It does my head in. It feels so forced every single time. Like it just doesn't feel natural to Bruce. It doesn't feel natural to Jim. It just doesn't feel like it, it works. They've gone into this thinking, oh, he needs a catchphrase or whatever. So yeah. he's got that. And then the, it's good, which is also pretty annoying as well. I just, they just felt Did that so go around your school? course it yeah, did. Yeah, so that's did. like... I remember yeah. a couple of the girls saying it before I'd even saw the film and I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then obviously I saw the film and I was like, all oh, right, okay, that's what the quote it's is. It's a bit... Um, um, it's a bit... Do I make you horny, baby? And it? it's a bit... It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit... It is a, it's a bit catchphrase, isn't it? I, it is a bit. I, because, because I've seen it so much, I probably didn't even notice that. You don't even know But it is... Yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. how that would be irritating. It's pretty annoying, yeah. Oh... Um, the other thing as well is, would they let Bruce give blood at a blood drive after he's just been trampled yeah. by a truck and been in a potentially life-changing accident? I so said that. that. She went, fucking hell, he's I can barely stand. He's blood drive, can barely right? stand. Yeah, and she's like, all right, off you go. Now go over to donate and all this. And he wanders over. Give and it back. To, like, give, blood. Give, I'm like, give the blood no you chance. just had back. Yeah, and I get that they want to do that because obviously they want to again, show his growth because mm. he was a bit squeamish about giving blood in the first instance, but then he saw that he was AB positive, like Jennifer Aniston's character. So, you know, it's quite a rare one. So he should give it because it's a rare blood type. I get all that. I just didn't buy it. Um, and ultimately, a lot of the script was quite basic and superficial. It's pretty standard storytelling. Mm. You do get the feeling that this was made with a massive mainstream audience in mind and with the desire to make loads of money at the box office in loads of different countries. Like the language and the conversation between the characters is all just pretty basic. Mm. And, you know, there wasn't any reading between the lines. There wasn't really any, you know, deep, thoughtful things going on. Obviously, the message is quite nice, but again, it's quite basic. Mm. It's just, you know, ha be happy be with a good what you've person. got, be nice to yeah. other people, be a good person. <laughs> um, but it, it didn't ruin it for me. I just noticed it. Like, some of the some of the conversations where, you know, that they'd be, it, it, characters would be in conversation with one another, it was just like, oh, I'll say this thing now, and oh, I'll say the yeah. thing in response that you would expect me to say, and then, oh, yes, that's a good idea. It was just very, very basic. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's some issues there, isn't there, around who who is it for? Mm -hmm. Because the well, concept could I be think... for anybody, but the, 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 the execution yeah. says to me, you know, anyone from eight and upwards, they're, yeah, intent, they're, they're, they're intending for anyone from eight and upwards to watch this. It's a 12A or whatever. But mm -hmm. then there's, you know, a bit of the stuff that makes you go, well, why would you put the word fuckers in it? Or why would you... Back to you, fuckers. <laughs> Love it. So funny. Brilliant. So we'll move on then to the critical reception. I'm so interested to find out what this is. So I haven't looked, Josh. I've managed to avoid it but you seem to think that this mm. is underrated, which surprises me. So, having heard what you've said, I suppose I'll have to guess that it got like a 5.7 or like a 57-ish, maybe? Yeah, okay. I'd probably give it higher than that. I'd sit it definitely comfortably in the sixes mm. because it is fun, it's emotional. Jim Carrey is being Jim Carrey and I love it. Yeah, I'd probably go under a six, so like we're thinking 57 5.7. Okay. Go on. Okay. Lay it on me. So, as, again, before I give you the scores, I always thought this film was pretty universally loved, right? Same. So, mm -hmm. at the time of recording on IMDb, it gets 
67, 6.7 out of 10, 67%. Mm-hmm. On Rotten Tomatoes, the audience give it 57% and the Ooh. critics give it 48%. Okay. And that averages out at 57. Now, for me... Does it? But you mean bang on what I just bang said? Bang on what oh I just said. Oh, my God. I am a master. Are, I am the are. master of the numbers. Now, for me, you know, we've gone over some of the flaws. A lot of that is down to the age and, and a lot of that is down to maybe the way films were made at the time or whatever. And, 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 and I, I completely get that. But I think this is a pretty solid 7 out of 10 film. It's not perfect, but it's entertaining, it's funny, it's heartwarming. It knows what it is to some extent as well. So I think, I mean, 48% from the critics is mad, I think. Yeah, I'm surprised. That's really, did, really low. Did you see what they didn't like about it? No, it's just a lot of the sort of things you'd expect, you know, finding Jim Carrey annoying and, and that sort of I thing. I guess if you don't like Jim, if you don't like a bit of Jim, then this ain't it's for you, It's not for you, is it? is it a film where he's in every scene? Yeah, and he is carrying this yeah, film. Yeah. Like, it's it's his film. Like, with most films he's in, it's him, it's about him, it's about the character he can bring to life. Um, but yeah, I'll say that's underrated as well. I'll I'll hop on over there with you, Josh. So, there we go. It's not under scene. It was a massive smash hit at the time, but 57%, it is underrated. So there we go, Bruce Almighty joining all the other films that are already in there as another underrated one. B E A Beautiful. We will be back with a, another film in your ears next week, so please do tune in for that. Um, if you've got the time or inclination, we'd love it if you could scooch on over to Spotify or Apple or YouTube and give us a little subscribe, a little rating. It helps other people see us, and it's very much appreciated. If you want to email us, it's films and that pod at gmail.com and we're on all the social medias just for for just films and that pod we're also on the telly box alice we are indeed we are on the local tv network every friday from 6 p.m so if you live in birmingham bristol liverpool leeds or the northeast of england you can find us on channel 7 on freeview or if you live in north wales or south wales you can find us on channel 8 on freeview or you can find us on channel 195 on sky and that's across the country so that's every friday from 6 p.m and sometimes mondays as well there you go lots of places to catch us so please do get in touch Give us a film you want us to watch and we will be back next week with another film. Alice Oliver, thank you very much for joining me as ever. Thank you, Josh. It's been a pleasure as always. And it's goodbye from me. Cheerio. Bye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.